0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watts and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 22nd of May 2016. You know, we often, in our own egos I suppose, like generational egos, who get a certain time that you're alive. You think this is your generation, all that nonsense is fed into you, is into you to deceive you naturally. And to make you just go along with everything that's happening in your life, thinking it's all brand new and so on. And in reality all the cons that go on All the cons that go on Are simply updates Of very ancient cons To do with managing masses of people And even right down to the small tribe and individuals They're all techniques of management Management generally by those who want to profit off the herd And they were awfully good at this thousands of years ago How do you think they are today? And of course, the old saying "order out of chaos" is, and it is an old saying, by the way, is to create as much chaos as possible. And during it all, you're constantly steering. If you're the one of the masters, you're steering the direction of the future for yourself to benefit from, as everybody else is wondering what's going on. And you only hand it to the big boys that manage the planet with all their front people and front groups. I mean, it's a massive enterprise, mind you. And they're awfully good, awfully, awfully good at um, diverting you. It's to do with, with predatory behavior. You can take the techniques, for instance, of birds in the field, sometimes you get some birds around here uh, which will pretend their wing is broken and and they really lay their 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 eggs and nests on the ground in the grass, tall grass, and they'll they'll run out before you get near the nest, and they'll put a wing out as though it's broken and run round in circles hoping you'll start following it, you see, and it's a diversion very clever, very, very clever other animals, you, you get ones in Australia, little lizards uh, that can get up on their back legs and chase you, if even if you're in a vehicle, and so they'll puff out their this big this wing thing behind their, their neck to make them look bigger, you see, more more fearsome, and it's kind of comical that you watch these little characters, but these, see, these are the things that have their desired effect on, on that which it's meant to do, to have an effect on. There's also a type of pigeon, which is called a tumbler, because they fly in a little little, little flock. But they'll tumble pretty well about the same time uh, in a ball, and as though they're falling out of the sky. And what they're doing is simulating, uh, they've been hit, or they're dying, or whatever, to say hawks, for instance. Where uh, some of the countries, these things maybe um, were bred, or whatever, um, had a lot of hawks, and the hawk comes down and strikes uh, its prey, its flying prey, other birds, and it just tumbles, you see. So these these birds literally do it and throw off any possible predators that are following them. It, it's fascinating, really, to watch this. But then again, it takes me back to little little bits that sneak out uh, in, in statements by powerful people. It's like Rothschild, for instance, or Rothschild, when he was asked about when is the best time to, to make a pile of money? And, and he said when the blood is running in the streets. In other words, when everyone else is in utter chaos. If you plan, and probably plan before the chaos started, what was going to happen, you could, you could plan to sell everything that they would possibly need in a panic. Thinking they might survive. Where they do survive That's not your concern. It's the selling off your products that's important to you, you see. So you think about that. Then you have also guys like Albert Pike who talked about we don't condemn nature. Understand that even in the ancient times to the present times, there's a lot of little sayings where they'll use to do with human beings, for instance, little sayings. They'll use it as though animals that are the examples to, to get a point home to us. And we look at the, 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 the big animals that are worshipped in some countries across the middle. It's all the big carnivorous animals, for instance, the, the ferocious lion. It can rip anything to pieces if it wants to. Strong, powerful, and doesn't really show much emotion and so on. But again, too, I'm just going to the stop there. The lion uh, interviewed with its own and loves its own, its own offspring and so on, you see. So it's really a little saying about people, families, old families, that they can do the same thing down through the ages. The world is its domain, you see. And uh, you've all heard about or maybe seen or read uh, the Lion king that was about that 's what that was about too, by Rudyard kipling the the world 's theirs. you inherit it from your father, who owned it all before you and everything in it basically and you 're the boss. Nothing can stand against you it 's the same in the human realm. you see those who have studied animals for long enough over thousands of years, along with the people, and they know exactly how to keep themselves sustained in an incredible lifestyle in all ages, by the way. And way ahead of everybody else. You take even this, this very astonishing ancient trade they had, for instance, in the Aegean the Sea. There was there were bases near the Aegean Sea, there was a huge island near the Aegean Sea. We know this because... Um, Explore, well, people have gone to the remains of this island and like all those big, massive volcanic islands, and they're really huge, some of them, uh, sunk, it sank eventually, and the outer rim was left with little, it made up little islands eventually, and this one called Terra. And they have um, various archaeologists chipping away in the different islands, and they realize it was a massive, massive uh, place where, where the richest folk of the ancient period lived. Beautiful spot, of course, naturally. Beautiful weather, looking down this azure blue sea. Nice little breezes. But they had hot and cold running water. Huh? Thousands of years ago. For the people who lived there, And they found meticulous, meticulous charts of... um, all that they owned, their imports, exports, all their shipping lanes, their ships themselves, etc., the crew, yadda, yadda, incredible detailed stuff, just the same as you'd have it today, for instance. And we think that everything that's happened is only happening in our lifetime. We don't realize the techniques of taking over world trade and using armies and and ships to do it. At war in the sea There's nothing new Nothing new We think we're always learning something new No we're not The big boys are taught the reality Of how to maintain the same system for themselves It's only the people who think it's a new phenomenon Whatever it happens to be At the time of their living And when it happens but so, No there's nothing new at all And those who have power in all ages, never let it go. They don't say, well, I've had enough of this power thing. Uh, let's just uh, go and put our feet up and spend all the cash. It doesn't happen with the powerful families. It's as though it's a religion to them, their own existence in perpetuity and their family names as a religion to them, you see. And they must be successful. They must continue to to rule, you see. And then you have the helping classes who work for the cash and the privileges, the extra privileges. Because if you work for the money boys at the top, you'll have as many privileges as you want bestowed upon you by the governments. Because the governments are also owned by the money class. The big boys who literally lend to nations can sink your country. They can sink it Overnight by a decision they make, two or three of them, or a few of them together. And the next day, your currency's worth nothing. And your government's going out of business. And guess what? The people in government aren't going to allow that to happen. So they'll obey every order that comes down the pipe, by the big money boys that lend the money to them. Quite simple, your governments don't, own, don't run anything really. The big boys at the top. Dictate who, who lives and who dies Who drowns and who doesn't You see Quite simple But getting back to appearances And chaos and all the rest of it While things are going on It's the most beautiful way To make piles and piles and piles of money Especially if you've been trained in it And brought up in it But, but it helps too to be basically psychopathic A psychopath has no moral qualms A psychopath can't relate to the feelings of someone being, for instance, run over by uh, a military tank. They can't relate to any feelings at all. Uh, you won't even get a blip on the machine that will test was going through their head, you know, any emotion. Nothing will happen, you see. Be flat. And that's the difference, you see. That's the difference between normal people, ordinary folk, and those who really rule. Now, there's no doubt about in my mind, and it hasn't been for an awful long time uh, That psychopaths rule the world, that's the nature of it, you see Today, the psychopaths have an easier time because they do have professional public relations marketing companies to do all their talking for them To reword everything, they have the script writers, And public image uh, creators and so on It's all done for them, it's much, much easier, much easier If you look into the 1800s, for instance, and before that, any really powerful person uh, was loath to give any interviews at all. And that's why there's such skimpy information on, on anybody that mattered at the top of anything. But today, it's quite easy because everybody's on board with them. There's no company under the sun that's going to... Or, or publish any derogatory thing Or something that makes a person look bad During an interview It will definitely be edited right out Beforehand That's how perfect it all is today That's how perfect it is Now you take all the methods Of modern warfare And I think everyone's probably seen through the movies and so on the techniques that some of the aircraft, or that allow you to see actually for some aircraft, will use if they're being hunted by other aircraft in warfare, and you'll see the missiles getting fired at them, and then they've got other uh, things they can do scatter, different things that uh, will try and detract uh, from the chase or, or distract, in other words, the the pursuing missile into some aluminum foil or metal or whatever it happens to be. Uh, There's different techniques and you can fire missiles off hoping uh, that the one that was fired at you will chase it you see. There's all kinds of things that they do uh, to try and fool uh, the pursuer. But it's the same thing too you'll find and as I say in, in the animal world as well, there's different tricks that some uh, animals when they're being pursued will play on the pursuer. Uh, that's just the nature of things. But that's all being studied, as I say. And then, and then when, you, when you study humans, the same things are then projected onto what humans could and should do. Especially if you're the ones creating the pursuit. The trick is never to let the public really know who's pursuing you. Now we know, for instance, uh, that <laughs> We've got a thousand things hitting us per day. Irrelevant nonsense that we've got we can do nothing about. That's all the, the chaff that they throw out there distract you, just like the missile. You see, this pursuing. It's meant to distract you, keep you occupied with stuff that's irrelevant. All right where it lies, it doesn't matter. But the truth must never be trolled to the public. Never. And guess guess what? It never has been. Never has been. Never ever. Husband. When you look at history, it's like finding a brick (laughs) somewhere. And you've got to examine that brick carefully, and then you've got to find like a little crack somewhere on its surface that opens up a whole new world from what the exterior is showing you. And that's what the study of history is. Because no matter what you're looking at, a documentary, Or a book they're reading on history No matter what it is It's a tiny scraping of what was involved At that time, at that period With the particular topic that you're on at the moment It, it, It literally, you talk about subterfuge and intrigue There's nothing more It's a labyrinth And that's the beauty of Ord Road of Chaos, isn't it? For the masters, that is Because it's got this labyrinth they create and most folk can't go all the way and say, well, I want to know all? And what's really behind it, but that which is behind all that, etc, etc. Which is, again, an old Masonic saying, that which is behind all that. And who's got time in their life to do it, anyway? Do you realize how beautiful the system is when it keeps you, not just trotting, but running through your life, generally? Running. So you don't have time to examine anything. And that's beautiful, really, isn't it? Remember the whole idea, again, going back to studying humanity. Who had the time in ancient times to study anybody? It was a psychopathic class. And their children. Because remember, psychopaths tend to breed at the top with other psychopaths because it's called, they're successful. To be so successful in this world, you have to have uh, psychopathic traits you can't have emotions I make you feel sorry for people and maybe even share your cash with them. Oh no, you can't have that at all. Uh, so you marry other psychopaths and you have offsprings which are naturally quite psychopathic, more traits of the psychopath. That's just the way it really is. They think they are the normal folk and survivors. They look upon everybody else as stupid. And they talk about people like that, masses of people like that. Quite openly, has been stupid. You know. Sometimes you have to wonder. When they can take whole nations and have them slaughtering each other like they did in the wars of Europe for centuries. Right through World War I then too. And everybody willingly joins up because the propaganda is so primitive and simple you never change it, you never change it. Never complicate the propaganda for the average person. And they, they, they're they just so proud to go off and get slaughtered, you know. They'll never be told any truth as to why this war started, who's really buying it, who profits from it. They're told none of this. And then in the history books you get simplified, very, very simple, and lying history books, Obviously. Obviously. I mean, you take the, the the period you've been living through yourselves, a lot of you, and when you find all the different ties between the terrorist groups, the CIA and all the other intelligence agencies that have gone on for, for as long as you can, they're going to give us for the, for the history of intelligence agencies, it's always been like that. The public never know. And now even though it's exposed who's behind this, this new terrorist group and so on, who finances blah, blah, even fact that the heads of some of these, these so called terrorist groups are CIA trained and operative, uh, and along with MI6 and everybody else, it doesn't matter. Give it a week or two, and it's back to the same simplified story. Oh, they're the terrorists. Those are the bad guys there. And you've most of all forgotten already Well what was that about the CIA It's all gone That's that's what fascinates me And if you dig into any history Doesn't matter what story it is What part of history it is Remember history is is his story It's a story But you dig into any of it And my god the muck you can rake up And what's surprising too to any elite And they do study everybody you know, It's to find out why, what makes you tick uh, that you care about the stuff when all those around you really don't. You know? In fact, they'll say it's not really healthy. The healthy way is to be dumb and stupid and, and, and don't take interest in the stuff. Where's it going to get you, they'll tell you. Why worry about things? Why getting, you know, why, why, why? That's what the folk around you will say. Why, why, why? So that it tells you they're quite happy not knowing. Well, when you're happy not knowing uh, something that may help you survive, even as a species, you're doomed. You're doomed. And that, again, is, is a trait in hunting. Of how to deceive that which you hunt, your, your prey. And with all kinds of decoys today, etc. All kinds of things that decoy them. All kinds of things. What works with a duck will work with other characters too. They bring in guys from the Middle East to dress them in, in, in their national garbs. They give them websites in Britain and other countries. And and then they recruit people, young guys, and radicalize them. Now, it's all been exposed already from Britain and elsewhere. You bring in the decoy, you know. Well, looks like one of us. Must be one of us. <laughs> Quite like one of us. There's nothing in this life, in the, the world of intelligence gathering and so There's nothing you can truly get involved and literally trust. And you'll never know it all. Never know it all. There's folk being <laughs> bumped off all along. Knocked off. Yeah. Who do know a lot more than you do. but the, And that's part of the reason they get bumped off. Not because they're dangerous at that moment, but they might become, supposing they got drunk one day and got ticked off at something and just come out with some, a few quotes or statements or something. Boom! Not, you know, everybody's expendable in seeing this game. Everybody's expendable. We live in a world where we're given nothing but a Disney, a Disney version of it. It's just not real at all. Your reality is not real. This is manufactured from start to finish, as any big time movie. Yep. I said before that. I've um, the archive section at Cutting three Media. dot com. About the, the techniques of depopulation back Way back into the Middle Ages and before Some of the lords had their scribes Talk about the the, the different ways Of keeping the population down and In check and so on You know So it, But again too They wanted to breed them up For warfare When they wanted war to happen And go off and fight some cousin Across in France or something That was what they always did the techniques of managing the human herd, let's say That's how they talk about people, as you say is very old, very, very old And so No matter who ends up, apparently, winning some big war Down through history uh, you'll, you'll find there's much, much, much more to it Than just them winning some dispute over borders and It's almost to do with property uh, to gain more property uh, In the old ancient times Even before the, the money Was standardised uh, Money came from men Mon, you see How many men do you have or mon do you have That was your slaves That was your slaves uh, There's so much to say naturally But you can't see it all right? Or right I've said it before But the fact is you, you'll never know <laughs> Complete reality but one thing I've said over and over is you can trust the big boys because when they have their big meetings and they float out ideas, they're called trial balloons to the general public through little articles and sometimes big articles they keep using the best, uh, magazines and so on, TV shows and so on. To float an idea out to see how you grasp it or just to familiarize you subconsciously with the idea in the first place. That no matter how absurd it seems at the time, don't dismiss it and never forget it. Because you'll see this idea that the out being built upon and built upon until one day. It's thousands of pages long and a bill is getting passed to do with if you can live in the future. right? I mean the near future. Where you're living, like Agenda 21, 21st century, It's still in effect. Don't say it's 2030. No, 2030 is only one part of Agenda 21, <laughs> because it's all done in sections for the whole century, you see. To get you off the land, to get you stuck in the cities, and so on. They want to depopulate the planet. They're quite easy to depop Don't think it's just too warfare. There's many forms of warfare. If they get enough folk, they know the, the tipping point in any city. They can also lower the tipping point in any city by starting to take money out of the city that's supposed to go on repairs and sewage up, upkeep, etc. Things like that. And what happens when you don't, you don't upkeep things? Disease breaks out. For that to happen in the right sequence, you must force the folk in, and actually through coercion. We should take away all the other choices. That's what choices are for. Choices. You need. They need lots of choices. You need them, because once you start taking choices away, like can you drive um, a particular type of vehicle? Are you going to be punished for driving a particular type of vehicle, just like that the ordinary vehicle we're used to, if you living in the country to get around? Because other stuff, the the electrics, that won't handle it. (laughs) No way in the winter. No way. Take that away and say, oh, you can still buy an electric car. No darn well. No, you can't. No, you're going to do. So you move from the country. Or you you get penalized. I'm going to touch on that tonight because it's awfully important. It ties right into what I'm talking about. They'll penalize you. For living in the country. And an example of that is well, where Ontario is a great place for to break out, isn't it? For the the greenies are in control here. You so the the far what you think is far left, but they're not really. Now they wanted to, to depopulate. That's one of the big world agendas, through the World Health Organization and the World Population. It used to be called Population and Control Department, United Nations, but now it's just uh, Population, you know, Department of Population. I remember too, the United Nations was far more honest when they had the League of Nations. They thought people, after World War I, would get on their knees just, to, and lay with science, you know, science, to, to rule our lives right down to who should live and die and all that kind of stuff to save the rest. So, you're into management of the people. They don't need the wars that they used to have. They don't need the massive numbers either to fight the kind of wars they had in their, say, early to the uh, mid-20th century because they have much, much better weaponry now. In fact, they have weaponry where they don't have to to actually have any physical things in the the arena of war. Uh, is done through, literally, uh, sci-fi stuff, through uh, various very advanced electrical means. But they don't need the masses anymore to go off and fight, you see. And war is incredibly profitable. Incredibly profitable. It's so comical, really, when you see across Europe... For World War One and Two, you have you had you had five five main branches, some will say six, um, of the banking establishment. You go back to the Rothschilds and all the rest of it too. Financing all sides, because they're based in different countries of the war. Working things between themselves of for, for exports and imports and you know, all these different countries uh, creating scarcities and sums the prices skyrocketing uh, etc and then again uh, flooding the market with some other things and bringing them down it, it's all managed and you hand this power to private bankers for god's sake it's, it's just it doesn't make sense because it's not meant to make sense you see you can't make sense out of manufactured thievery a manufactured system where certain families have more power over the most basic thing. See, the most basic thing in our society isn't food. It's money. You need money to buy the food. Before, it was the food. You could grow the stuff. You could, you could barter. But no, once money came in, and then people become the kings of money, and they have everything running on this thing called money, which technically in itself is useless, uh, they own you. They got you. They have you. So, when an animal's been hunted, it'll try little diversion tricks and so on. When, say, the predator has gone into, deep into an enemy country, it's going to create little diversions there before anything happens to take the heat off something. You see, things have to be kept simple, even for the, for the, anybody really, and the, and the general public as a as a whole together, very simple, just like their propaganda. And so you have the folks saying, "Oh, you know, it was too many folks, too many of you folk, too many of you people." You see, we don't need you anymore. All those working class type peoples and so on, and the, the useless middle classes. that don't. We don't need uh, all these characters anymore either. At the lower middle classes. And so, how do you get rid of them? How do you get? How do you persuade them not to have children? Well, we've been through the hi- histories of that. Going to the archive section again, cutting through dot I went through the whole Bernays strategy and so on, and the book by Charles Galton Darwin, called The Next Million Years, and he talks about how to stop people from breeding, basically. The target population is. And... Uh, he goes through all the other uh, ideas We've been openly talking about At world meetings, by the way Of ad- advancing what was left of society I think you get rid of all the, you know, the, the dregs of society uh, And advance in the rest He says, if only the ordinary folk would, would just stop breeding with each other And allow us to fertilize the, all the women Because he had the better genes All the successful people You see, all the psychopaths And they're open about that and he talked about that too and and so on but but they could never really force people to do it so it's an awful pity well how else can you do it you simply give them cancers depopulate and you make them sterile and they've all become everybody out there is pretty well sterilized you know after the age of 30 they've got got a hard time and uh, it's it's even getting younger all the time now in the western countries now the masters don't like us making our own Decisions you see It's untidy when we make our own decisions You're, You you create urban sprawl The first thing they talked about when they got the, sa- the first Satellite photographs <gasps> Look at that urban sprawl Look at that urban sprawl It should be all tidy like a, a square little package Stuck right there you know Where that big city is All crammed together All oh, that countryside out there should be For the elite to go there and do their sporting things And stuff like that you know You yeah, a little paradise for them but they couldn't get the folk back in the nineteen forties, fifties, and sixties to voluntarily go and get sterilised. Ordinary folk, they couldn't—they couldn't get them to just cooperate. You see, they put a lot of mind you when they're using your tax money to brainwash you. Uh, they did a lot of work to try and do it, but it just didn't take off. And so they came out and they just polluted your your food and everything with estrogens, you know, estrogens, etc. And make uh, you start breeding that way until a lot of folk don't know it, but they're actually sterile. They're actually sterile. And that's, so that's one part of the objective, you see, is is sterilization of the wrong kind of folk, which is a good majority of them today, apparently. And again, that they're into the genetics for the selective breeding and so on, and the enhancement of um, the classes which are helping them at the top. Uh, The managerial classes of scientists and technocrats and all the rest of it. A lot of privileges they get, for sure. But um, for the rest of the public, it's a slower process. So you won't go and commit suicide voluntarily, and you you won't get sterilized. And um, they're fed up waiting around for you to die off, you know, which we're dying off at a pretty good rate now. And it's all kinds of things They make us die a lot faster as well There's cancers as you all know are out of control And it's so fast now And so many weird types of cancers are Developing so quickly They have no no names for these types of cancer. They're just phew, out of the blue In places they never used to be And spreading so fast That they can't even keep up with them That's progress, eh? And there's no dire, you know Crisis to find out what's causing it all which means they know what's causing it all, which means it's intended. If it's continuing, it's intended, you see. Quite quite plain, quite plain. But since folk won't voluntarily just quickly, you know, end it all, uh, then what, what can you do? You, well, you, you, you just, you just um, do what the animals do when they're being hunted and so on. Play a lot of little tricks. Take them off what you really are after. And give them more concrete reasons And imperative reasons why they should go along with all of this And that's where they came up with global warming <gasps> We're all going to die, we're all going to die There's that many folk causing global warming <gasps> You see Until ordinary folk that just are stuck watching TV And get all the reality from it Start parroting the same stuff as well The ordinary people, isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? And then you'll get the ordinary folk too Thinking, taking the elite's point of view Because that's all you get when you watch these documentaries on what must be done, you see. And they'll part it verbatim. Yeah. It's astonishing to me. When nothing really makes sense when you look at what they claim is the problem. What's the problem recently, eh? There's too many European folk Actually they're talking about the white Europeans Openly, come on, we all know it It's been in all the newspapers, there been news clips about it Where the, some of the leaders of the different big cities in Germany Some radical women actually leaders, Said it's the end of the, the, the German white male And it's a very good thing So there's an open, honest statement of the agenda From, from their point of view Someone's been teaching them this since they were little, little children, you know and then they say, well, uh, there won't be enough uh, Europeans uh, bred to pay off the debt in the future, right? Uh, so they'll bring in Muslims that they say should, including the Pope said it, should breed with what's left of the European woman, and, and uh, that will save the day. What, for for the economy or what? Look, it's the, either there's too many people, or, or what? Well, make your mind up here. You see, it's, there's no logic here. There's, when it's no logic, there's another motive behind it all. Always. Always, folks. You think be quite happy that, that, that the populations are declining. Since there are about too many people, overpopulation, global warming, CO2. Make your mind up. You want the same amount of people? You want more people? What do you want? There's an other reasons behind it all. There's definitely a group wants their allocation of certain groups across uh, Europe and elsewhere. There's no doubt about that. They've been rather vocal about it, <laughs> even so, more so recently. <laughs> it's quite something, isn't it? Who benefits? Who benefits? Reality is a very serious business For reality seeking, and it's very murky. And it's very dangerous Because if you are one of the few Who can communicate well with other people And you have the information And you can, you can get it across The facts in other words People can at least go and check up themselves And say yes I agree with that Or I don't agree with that um, The fact is you become a problem Bertrand Russell said it he said, we, we, we try and recruit those into scholarships from the ordinary folk, the ordinary peasant type, you know. He uh, says, the ones who, have, who are brighter, try to recruit them and give them scholarships into the, the Ivy League schools. And if they do that, we'll get them on our side and they work for us. But they must agree to basically leave their families like, like the others and they don't belong in their family, you know, all that kind of stuff. And if they won't, he said And they remain out amongst the communities Their own peoples Or classes is what he actually meant to say They can be an awful problem And will have to be dealt with, he says And he says they will have to be eliminated Because they can put things across To their own Oh, it's an awful word again Kind, oh dear As we pretend we're not classless or we pretend we are classless. What, what a farce that is, isn't it? What a farce. I mean, the Bushes of the Skull and Bones bunch, which is just one part of the big intelligence system, Skull and Bones. But the Bushes, who are all pretty well members of it, the male lines, Bush Jr. did say to those around him who worked with him, and then to put this in the books and so on, he says he's never known a poor person, an ordinary person. He met a working class, he working class folk who are poor because they do know that at the top. They make sure you're poor, even if you're working. But he said, I've never known a poor person. He says, is anybody here? No poor people. I want to know how they think. I don't, have no idea how they think. So he's trying to find someone to go out amongst the poor to find out how the p- poor folk think. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's, that shows you an awful lot right there, you see. Now, his armies that he used extensively uh, were made up primarily of the poor folk. That's who always make up the bulk of armies and do most of the dying. But you wouldn't have to personally really meet them, you know, except for photo ops, for television, stuff like that. It's quite amazing, though. Until you yourself can get up there occasionally and mix with some of them. And you'll find that their reality is vastly different from the one that you've been brought up with. And they see themselves as being incredibly more practical with all their decision making than you will ever be. Because they don't have the emotional impediments, the natural impediments of making awful decisions that end up killing lots and lots of people. And we've got it. And I really mean this. You've got to learn that you better believe there are people born all the time who are drastically different from yourself, who don't have the natural camaraderie between human and human and the natural emotion to help each other in times of crisis and all that. There are people all the time who are born who simply don't have that. They don't have that at all. But they certainly have this predatory lion king mentality of exploiting all situations to profit from them. As I say, every army needs incredible financing, all borrowed money to get to even get a shoelace for the for the boot to whoever it happens to be. All that for one guy, and he's keeping board it all on the taxpayers' tab. Everything he or she today needs is on taxpayers' tab. The heavy equipment is incredibly expensive, and each fighter jet now is can go into the billions. Awfully lucrative. So if you think war is going to be stopped, forget it, folks. It's too lucrative for big boys to stop. And since your government is run by number one, the money boys at the top who also control the lobbyists for the big corporations. Because the corpor- I mean, the corporations are owned by the banks, for those who don't know that, it's astonishing. Now I'm going to try and get on to what I was going to talk about. Here is Ontario. Ontario, as you well know for folks who, who live in Canada, but in outside Canada too, Ontario is ultra-liberal, ultra-green, etc. Liberal is not what you think liberal is. Carl uh, Quigley explained himself uh, that his organization, the Council of Foreign Relations, the Royal Institute of International Affairs Were often mistaken because of all the machinations they were up to And manipulations of uh, policies and so on And shaping the future They were often mistaken for communists, but they weren't Never forget that Because they were basically set up by the biggest bankers of their day So it says here, they're using climate change See, they use climate change now as an excuse to indoctrinate you as to why they must start enforcing getting you off the land, getting you out of the cars, uh, forcing it in the, into the overcrowded cities, except where you'll die off, and diseases are going to break out that like you wouldn't believe. See, just like the, you fire something out the plane when you're being chased, hopefully that missile is going to get attracted to this decoy and so on. Always cover your ultimate objective with a, a a more b- beneficent objective, you see So that's why they want to do it, Not because there's too many of you Because it's because they want to save What's left of us all From climate change From killing us all So it becomes a mantra a religion And so if you say it That's what you to say now Climate change And no one's going to question you It's like a holy thing You can't question it, it's holy So I'm going to put some articles up on Ontario and some of his draft plans, which it hasn't released officially to the press, but it did get out to the press uh, from insiders on these supposed leaks. And they're talking about getting, you know, uh, eventually uh, getting into electric cars by bribing them, by giving them thousands of dollars to buy the darn thing. And and then eventually doing away with internal combustion engine, um, all of that kind of stuff. Your home, if you're in a country, you won't be able to afford because, and I've said it for years, the UN is in charge of every policy you do with your home, every every particular building code regulation and all the other codes, once you have the house up and going, it must be kept up and up and up to date. They keep changing them every other year, so you can't eventually do it. Your septic tank would need to replace every, maybe every year or two, and that's thousands. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. There's a thousand ways they can get you off the land through law Law is a great uh, club, isn't it? It's a big, big club It's awfully good And again, they'll give you lots of fines per day Thousands of dollars if you don't comply That's how beneficent your governments are to you Benoey, Ontario I'll put that up there too And you can go through the things that they want to do Because you won't be able to sell your home either in the country Unless you have everything up to date To the codes from the United Nations uh, if it's any thermal leaks at all The, the claims are there You can't sell it to their fixed Thousands and thousands of bucks be Way more than the home's even worth To fix it And that's the plan, you see So I'll put that one up there And uh, a few other articles On the same particular thing To do with climate change And uh, a climate plan Should the provinces in Canada All go along with it or not Well you know darn well They're already doing it with, And uh, starting off in, in some places in the US Some of the provinces of Canada Have teamed up with some of the states in the US And they bypass your federal government And all the rest of it It's all been done years ago folks Everything always is And it's all been done Through private organisations Which end up being at the very top The same organisation Right And also an article by Rex Murphy, Leap Comes to Ontario with Wind's new climate change plan, which is hell. And literally, they want to stop you from living uh, because they want you to even stop natural gas being used in your home to heat yourself. Well, if they're banning wood for wood stalls and you're banning natural gas, they've already banned coal, I think, and, and so what are you going to be left with? Who benefits? Is it going to be the big, they're going to they're going to ban oil. Isn't that odd? Isn't that odd, eh? Hmm. And so on and so on. And that's how they do things, basically. So I'll put these articles about Ontario and Canada, and supposedly some of the leaked things are going to meet you all do if you have a home in the country at all, and what they're going to do to you if you don't comply, basically. And and remember, too, be like um, a terrier. A terrier that's chasing a, a rabbit through a hare. And that here... Doubles back on itself In and, and a, a very fast twist In a loop And you see that little terror Going after And doing this, exactly the same thing It doesn't get distracted It doesn't fall for the little ruses It sees what it's after It keeps going for it And it doesn't give up And that's how you have to be as well Don't be distracted by The change of terminology To get the same goal through Uh, don't fall for, oh, we only had your best interests at heart, for all you over-populous people. Now you'll find, too, this other part of this monopoly scam, it's what's called the Green Bank, set up uh, a while back, actually quite a few years back. And we know that Rothschilds and all the big players are involved in it, of course. And you'll find, too, a a lot of... uh, even the, the carbon credits and so on are going through these banks already and uh, creating a fortune for the people who own the, the banks. You know how much interest you can gather overnight on billions of dollars? <laughs> it's quite amazing. Everyone's thought out in advance by those who already own the planet. How to change is a different story altogether because as I say, here you are, you're a little terrier chasing that rabbit And all things going flying across the field in front of you, trying to distract you constantly. That's what your whole life is about. That's really what it's about. And it really is that perfect too, to be honest with you. It truly is. If you look into just one area, for instance, of who the CIA has sponsored, like terrorist groups and so on, over a long period of time, you'll find it's so interwoven with many other areas of what's become history. And wars, destabilizations, and uh, new and countries as well, the ones that you think are not at war, completely interwoven with policies and everything else. It's just astonishing. And that's how the world is truly, truly run. The simplistic little statements you get in history books are a joke, an absolute joke. Lies is too soft a word, actually, but, but uh, it's also a joke. Really, truly, incredible joke. Not too long ago, before television and radio, people were paranoid, and I mean paranoid, about government. They didn't trust them because of the history of what governments are all about and what they do. And uh, I think the U.S. is one of the few countries actually wrote openly about what government, you know, being a fearful master and all the rest of it. It's something we take for granted. It exists like air, therefore it must be normal, or taxation is normal because it exists and blah, blah, blah. What is really normal when you think about it? Governments always had the goal of total obedience from the public. Control freaks from the ancient times to the present want instant obedience. It's hard to get instant obedience. Unless you make the people, first of all, think they're free And if you make them think they're free You aren't going to get quite quite the instant obedience But if you play it properly with good psychologists And psychiatrists and, and neuroscientists All on board working out through public relations companies How to word things to put across the public They'll comply with you Because they think it's for their own good Like, you know, a good portion should commit suicide And then it would slow down global warming You see what I'm saying? That's how simple it all really is. A goal has always been in mind by them to have their own little Eden for themselves in the future, knowledge, resources that are left, and so on, without all of you around in a high tech society where they won't need you. They've already published their ideal population sizes for the planet, for goodness sake. And they, of course, is the elite who rule the world and, and their top academia characters who sit and write all these uh, books for you to to read and get angry about because that's who's, who's working for them. you see that 's what it 's all about total control, total what better way to have the people think that they are that doing everything for their their own benefit They aren 't come out now actually tell them what you 're really up to. <laughs> A very simple trick, isn't it? Again, you know, put something between the hare or the rabbits and uh, and the little terrier that's chasing it. Try and distract it, and so on. That little terrier is hard to fool. That little terrier. Believe you me. People are far, far easier to fool, unfortunately, because we've a social genius, basically, for humans. You see. And we think that other humans think the same way as we do And feel the same way as we do about things And guess what, folks? They live, they're amongst you (laughs) They don't (laughs) They really don't And I'm sure there's there's many of you have met some of them In their travels through life Where it's kind of shocking, isn't it? When you meet them They're they're saying all the things someone in an, an elite position would say yeah, I think there's just too many of the people. No, oh, but they should sterilise them. You know, there'll be too many people, and and so on and so on. And they chat away. They're out there, all right. And you think, my God, these people are living amongst you. And if you give them a little bit more power, you can. They've already told you what they'd do with it. And such people are not. You see, they don't believe in democracy. They don't believe in democracy. They believe the right of the the fittest and often the most aggressive, which goes together, to rule. You see? And they put themselves in that camp, never knowing that from an elite's point of view, looking down, uh, way down that tunnel, down down at them, uh, they would never fit into the elite's uh, position. They would never ever get anywhere near them. So they'd be bumped off as well after they bumped off you. That's how the world works show you really how it works But what a great way to get everyone to cooperate Change your intention Which is obvious Obscure it Obfuscate it Make it less obvious Through behind all this This myriad of hazy top, Oh global warming Oh greenhouse gases And anthropogenic global warming oh, Man made, oh, too many of them. Yep, isn't that something? Almost all they would take for granted, because it was they were more born, everything, the whole system, is a bit, not just an illusion, but it's a con. A con is an illusion, you see, it's a magic spell. So what you see is not what it really is there. <laughs> That's what it really is. And when you think about uh, all the rackets and cons, that are perpetrated on a daily basis, not just around you in your immediate vicinity, but in the whole nation and in the whole world. It's just a staggering, absolutely staggering. And it takes cooperation of thousands, maybe into the millions of people, the managerial class, to keep it all going like that, you see. Things really are very, very simple, very simple. Forget all this scientific babble. It, it's like, I think it was... I don't know if it's Theo Roosevelt or Franklin Roosevelt talked about some um, the, the saying, the old saying is, uh, talking about the use of facts to prove a point and it's amazing how every side can get its own facts to try and prove a point if you only listen to one side that's, you probably believe them because it seems to be true same in books and everything else you see and I think it, 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 he said there are lies, damn lies and it's very clever the way it's phrased. And then there are statistics. Because when statistics started coming in, it was like, oh, it's scientific, therefore it must be true. It could stand up above everything else, you see. Because it must be true, statistics. It sounds scientific, you see. Scientific. No, it's not just an opinion on something. It's scientifically derived, you see. That's the trick of it all. Very simple, isn't it? And it reminds me too... Uh, always do you remember that everything is simple. I and mean, when it's complicated, there's a reason for it being complicated. It's, it's because covering an incredible scam. Incredible scam, that's all it is. I think it was Abbott and Costello did one of their skits, a little skit, a comedy skit, on boring 50 cents. Uh, if you can find it somewhere uh, on YouTube or wherever. Look at it, because that really says so much of the whole system, so much of the whole system. You've got the con man, part the street man, who plays the guy who borrows the money. You've got the ordinary guy who represents all of you, uh, who's going to lend it to him. And just watch what happens, you see? Just watch what happens. That's how the world is really run. Mind you, it's not all laughing matter because if you know this kind of stuff and you stand up to it, you will be dealt with uh, without a laugh at all. And they'll, they'll use any kind of force necessary to deal with you if you stand up against it. So truth is never welcome in a corrupt society. I think it was Orwell said that, in fact, that telling the truth under a time of tyranny or something. It's is considered a, a, a revolutionary act. So that's how you're classified. you revolutionary. And you're dealt with accordingly. That really is the world, isn't it? Anyway, that's nothing to do with what I was going to talk about uh, today, but it's the way it has happened to come out. Strange, that, isn't it? And hopefully I'll, I'll touch on what I was going to talk about maybe next time. But... Um, I like, I like to often uh, just let things come out the way that they are designed to come out anything that's rehearsed and all the rest I guess, gets monotonous isn't it that's why I don't bother reading or watching regular news I've never really watched TV for years and years never and I'm a lot healthier for it and plus too I can study the folk who are watching it because it's incredible um, how every opinion is so easily given to them now just listen to them talking about things and they adopt not just the topic, an idea or whatever they're meant to be getting but also the opinion that the experts want them to have yep. So it's a scientific uh, control of society that takes many levels as well Anyway, uh, as I say, I'm just about surviving here maybe, I don't know yet, but we'll, we'll see and I hope you're all doing well out there too Because uh, things are going to get Are getting worse And they are going to get a lot worse actually um, As we speak and as time goes on It's just getting worse and worse and worse And it's designed to get worse all the time And Hamish too is still hanging in as well It's just astonishing But I did all the right things To get get his system kind of working back again And he uh, doesn't seem to be in any kind of pain You know He's got the tumours, uh, but doesn't seem to be in any, any kind of pain. So hopefully I can get, a, I can get him to get through the summer, and that's all we can ask for, isn't it? That's all we can ask for. So from Hamish Massel from Ontario, Canada, It's good night to me. Your God, your God, school go with you.